Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, uh, we are painting the porch um, for the investment property build out. Um, so yesterday I actually started painting with the airless sprayer. I sprayed the rafters and the roof, all of that um, white. So it became more bright underneath the roof for the whole porch. Because remember the porch is um, actually a little over 5 foot wide but 80 foot long, right? So um, we wanted the roof to kind of... You know when you're walking down the um, porch to be a little bit brighter especially when we put lighting at night it's going to help out quite a bit uh, so with that said um, that's been painted white and done yesterday um, yesterday I also painted um, the first coat of the trim color for the um, actual porch itself the um, railings the walkway um, and all of that so I actually started painting all of that I actually just ran out of paint today I started yesterday that the Sun was setting on me so I couldn't finish um, today I sprayed another five gallons of um, paint and I actually came up short believe it or not um, so um, I need another uh, I think three gallons three gallons should finish me up here because really the only thing I got to finish up is half of the staircase and um, the one side of the pickets on the front side and that'll be it and the whole porch will be painted so that's awesome now one thing that I um, had an issue with was so I've bought so much paint not only for this project but for other projects and if you guys don't know this if you guys buy paint from H not sorry not HPM but Home Depot you can actually have them put the color code the type of color onto your account for next time now I thought they did that automatically when you purchase the paint because they scan it right but that's not the case. They actually just scan the, 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 you know, it's just a bucket. It has a set price, right? And so um, I lost the, um, well, I didn't lose it, but the, the sticker that they put on the buckets, the bucket of paint, is just really paper and it fades, right, in the sun. And if it gets wet, it's, it's gone. And that's what ended up happening. It faded and then it got wet and I can't read the label and I can't remember what color the trim color was. So I took a sample of a trim color in to see if they could match it. And of course, my luck, their mat, um, paint matching machine is broken and down. So um, me and two of the other guys sat there going through colors, trying to find a very similar color, if not the exact same color. So I can tell you right now, it's not the exact same color, but it's extremely close to the original trim color that I started painting everything with. Now... The moral of the story is if you go to Home Depot and buy paint, make sure they put the, the paint code onto your account, which, which basically they tie it to your phone number, right? So do that. And if not, try to take a picture of the um, label they put on the bucket because it's going to get faded super quick. Like in a couple of days, it's faded away. So, um, you know, learning curve there, right? So, um, yeah, the airless sprayer is really making fast work of all this. I mean, super fast. Um, and then I have a big, uh, well, you can buy them from Home Depot. It's a painting shield. It's really big and long. Um, that way you can go up to the edge of a, you know, of something that has a different color and, um, spray your color on if you want. That way you don't get overspray onto the other color or the other wall. And that helped out plenty. I mean, instead of trying to cut it in by brush or roller, just put the, the shield up and go for it, you know? And, um, it was pretty fast. So I actually have someone that's going to go and swing by Home Depot for me to go and pick up the other three gallons. So that way I can finish spraying the, the porch and the porch will be done. Now, I'm going to let the porch sit for um, at least three days solid 
um, before anyone walks on it because I want to make sure that it is 100% cure. Um, so yeah, you know, you got to, I just want to make sure it's not going to, um, scuff up or have foot marks or any of that, you know, having really dry paint is, you know, um, a good thing, you know? So, um, but yeah, um, once the paint is dry on the porch, I have the pieces of trim for the exterior doors. They're already pre-painted. So all I have to do is, and I, they're already pre-cut. So all I have to do is sit, put them into place and I have my brad nailer, nail it on and all the trim will be complete on this building and all the paint will be complete on this building. And to put the trim on um, all five doors, you're probably looking at maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour max, um, but probably around 30 minutes to go get all that done. So uh, yeah, uh, this is the situation I'm in here, guys. I'm just kind of hanging out waiting for the other three gallons to arrive. So I figure it's an opportunity to uh, make a podcast. And um, yeah, I'm starting to clean up some of my tools, um, get things, you know, things that I don't need anymore, pack them up because um, there's a lot of things we don't need anymore, right? When you're, start, when you're starting to paint and you're coming up, putting trim on, you're pretty much, you know, at the end. So um, I'm pretty happy about that. Now, what I'm going to do in the three days I'm going to let the porch completely dry out is I'm going to go and rent the skidster next. Um, I'm going to use the skidster to move the concrete around for me, um, the concrete pallets, um, you know, just miscellaneous things. I have to spread out all this gravel, um, you know, get those things moving. So I'm probably going to use the skidster um, in conjunction with the cement mixer to move things around and just get things done really fast. So, um, yeah, there's no rush for me to go back onto the porch because, like I said, the building is complete at this point. Um, besides the last three gallons of paint that I need to spray on in the next probably hour. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to announce that the building itself, um, inside and out, the exterior and interior is complete. Um, give me one more hour and three more gallons will be on this. What it is, is I did half of the porch. I did the walkway. I did all the pickets and everything. And I did, um, half of the staircase to kind of work my way down. Um, and then right when I was starting to do the other side of the pickets on the um, other end of the porch, I ended up running low. Um, so like I said, that'll be two shakes to put that on and be done. Then, uh, tomorrow, um, I'm going, actually today, I'm actually going to return the little generator I'm, I'm renting to run the, um, airless sprayer I have. So I'm going to return the generator this afternoon. And then tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, I'll go and pick up the, uh, the cement mixer and the skidster. So I have to pick up, I have to go and pick it up twice because the skidster, you know, has to go on a trailer and then the cement mixer is a towable machine. So I have to tow it. So I'll go pick up the cement mixer first, drop it off, then go pick up the skidster, come back and drop it off. Uh, and then I can finish up the outside projects guys. So I'm kind of working my way out here. Like I'm, there's nothing on the porch. I'm standing out in the gravel cause I can't go up on the porch anymore cause the building is pretty much done. Right? So, um, that's a really good feeling guys. Really, really good feeling. But yeah, um, yeah, more of the story, guys. Keep the color if you can find your color. Um, take a picture of it. Uh, have them save it to your phone number. Because I spent probably almost two hours there with them because their paint mansion machine was broken trying to find the color. And it's not exactly the color, but it's damn near close enough. So I'll settle for it, you know? Because <laughs> it does look like the other color, but it's not the color. You can, you, I mean, if you put them side by side to each other, you can tell it's a little bit different color, but when they're not side by side with each other, you really can't tell the difference because it's too far apart from each other. So, uh, 
yeah looks real good guys really really good uh, let's see what else do I need to do I'm looking around here I'm be sorry to pour the concrete I already have my forms made I'm pretty much ready to rock and roll guys I'm just gonna start banging this out if I now had to guess how many days until completion so I'll finish the painting today in the next hour um, then basically we're ready for concrete and gravel work so concrete a day uh, let's see here gravel work um, probably two days and then cleanup will probably be a day or two so we're looking at three four five probably about one week um, probably about one week um, we should have this completed now the only little hiccup will be the electrician um, because I do no need to notify him once I put the poles in the ground um, that way he can try to schedule me in as fast as possible so that might be the only bottleneck um, the electrician coming out but from my understanding he said he'll drop whatever he's doing to finish up our project for us because here's the thing guys we've already paid him in full because um, we want to make sure that we take care of anybody that I ever hire that's just how I am in business you know make sure everybody's happy and that's the main thing right so um, he's been paid in full all our permits are done um, it's just a matter of them just running the overhead line and the same time they run the overhead line um the not inspector the inspector stuff is all done this other guy would just make sure i guess you could call him an inspector he's going to make sure that the electrician hooked up the the cable right which really all it is is pulling the wire through some spindles so he's just going to stand there and watch him pull the wire and that's it so uh, that's going to go pretty easy but yeah guys um I'm hoping by tomorrow, the next day, I can give you guys an update on the project here. I'm hoping by tomorrow, the next day, I can give you guys an update that the concrete pads are done and we have the poles in the ground. That'd be awesome. Cause then clean everything up, pack everything up and then start spreading gravel. <coughs> so exciting, very exciting guys. Very, very exciting. Oh, I do need to put like the lighting and stuff on, the, the lighting system on the outside um hook up the water heaters you know that kind of stuff so there'll probably be about a day doing all of that stuff so sorry guys that phone call was actually the person picking up the paint for me uh they said they're on their way on uh, to pick up the um, paint for me and i sent them the color code i took a picture of it so it's in my records at least um so yeah guys i am super ecstatic there is quite a bit of cleanup i mean we have tons and tons of empty buckets i mean Oh man, if I had to guess how many empty buckets we have stacked up all around, it's probably about at least 50 buckets. I mean, we had like, what, 25 buckets of mud, <laughs> right? And, um, you know, we had, you know, primers and paints for the interiors and then the primer and paints for the exteriors and, you know, just goes on and on. So there's a ton of buckets over here. Some of them I'm going to save, some of them I'm just going to throw away because obviously it's just got dried paint in it or whatever. So, um yeah um i'm just trying to keep everyone up to date as much as possible guys i know there's days i missed the podcast because i'm just too busy and you know no time to you know sit down and try to make a podcast but when i do have the opportunity i, I sure try to um keep everybody up to date for sure um guys i'm standing out here on this gravel um, parking lot area and i'm looking up at this place that i built <laughs> oh my goodness it is just crazy it's crazy guys <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, I remember coming into this property and it was completely overgrown like a jungle. And I used that skidster to basically, 
I had to fight my way in to this property and um, I had to create a driveway as I was making it. So I was like making a driveway as I'm making a driveway. <laughs> it's not like it was a solid driveway. I had to like clear and then dump truck, dump truck, dump truck and build the driveway out, you know. And um, so now here I am and um, I had to clear all the land and then grub everything out and push everything aside and then um, flatten everything out as much as possible because it was really uneven in a lot of the areas. So I really had to do my best with the skidster and I did a great job. Let me tell you, that skidster of mine has put so much work into this property. It is insane. If it wasn't for that skidster, we would still be in the building process, guys. That skidster has done us so much. Putting concrete blocks, boom, just lift them up, move them around, sit them in place, level them off, and done. You know, beams, put them on the skidster with a strap, boom, straight up. You know, big pallets of wood, no problem. You know, just really speeds things up and less work for, less labor for us, you know, so... That skidster was a crucial piece of equipment to basically get us where we're at now. And keep in mind, guys, there is no crew building this. It's basically me, and I have some helpers from time to time come and help give me a hand. So when I look back at all my hard work and my vision and, you know, all of that, um, I'm extremely happy, guys. Oh, my God. It's going to look so nice once I put the trim around the doors real quick, put the lighting system on. Gonna look good, guys. Gonna look real good. Yeah. Oh, another thing I should point out, um, as far as leftover materials, like building materials, lumber and stuff like that. So I'm looking at my little pile I have here, which is very little. It's basically just, well, what do I have here? You know, I've actually been really, really good at using up all the material that I purchased. So I was trying to buy everything to the exact amount and if not only one or two extra of things because when you're building a place like this guys the cost just can climb on you super fast right so you want to be on point you know i sat sat down and did material list after material list double check my material list and i, I am proud to announce that i really don't have any leftovers um i have one piece of t111 siding only one um, and I have some cutoffs from some of the four by four posts that we used for, um, the posting piers. Um, and then I have some leftover roof, um, but those are the cutoff ends cause the roof is really, really long. So we had to cut them down to size. Um, but that's it. The rest is just pallets and miscellaneous buckets. So I'm, I'm really good at, you know, using up what I had available to me. So that means that I'm, you know, obviously I was paying attention to my cost and paying attention to the, what I was buying and how much I was buying. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty happy that I don't, because here's the thing. Sometimes when you build, you end up having a bunch of material left over and it sits and then you don't return it. Then it just sits and your money is gone or you got to go reload it all back up and then go and return it. You know, so it becomes a, a pain. And for you, for me to go down to like the last board, <laughs> um, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. So, let me think, what else do we have? I'm looking under the house. Under the house, everything is the plumbing, all the drains, all the water lines are complete. The only thing under the house is the concrete pad I have to put in, pour the concrete, set the hot water heaters on, set the pressure tank on, and the water pump. And I have all my wires hanging already to be plugged into everything. So that's the only thing I need to do under this house. So... But luckily, the plumbing for like the hot water heaters and the pumps and all that is pretty straightforward and simple. So that's no big deal. But yeah, 
you know, I had someone um, come out the other day to look at the project, and um, uh, he was a, a local guy, you know, like myself, and when he looked at the place, he was like, whoa. I said, what? He's like, that's impressive, I gotta say. He's like, you're so lucky. I said, why Why am I lucky? He said, because, you know, he's, he's trying to build a little off-grid house because, you know, times got rough for him and his um, wife. And so they're building a really, really small place, like it's 20 by 18. Um, that's actually smaller than a two-car garage as their house. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? As long as you're happy with what you, what you have. Um, but his dilemma is that he doesn't know how to build anything. So he said, he's like, how long did it take you to get to this point? I said, I think I'm at the seven-month period. And then he asked me, he's like, and the crew of guys that you hired, how many? I said, oh, just me. And I had um, two other young boys, um, essentially, that were helping me out, but they didn't know anything. So he's like, so basically, you build this by yourself with two, like, laborers? I'm like, yeah. He's like, there's no way. I'm like, no. Uh, honest to God truth, that's what it is. And he was like, whoa. He goes, that's impressive. He goes, I wish I knew how to build because my project is just stuck. He goes, I'm just putting things together that I, I think goes together and how it's supposed to go. But I have no, he's telling me, he's like, yeah, I have, I have no idea. I have no idea if I'm building it right or wrong or what's going on. And um, he was trying to hint around at me, maybe going out there and giving him a hand, you know, building, um, finishing up building his place, building his porch, building all this stuff. And I told him, look, man, I said, I mean, in my heart, I want to help the guy, you know. Um, but this, at the same time, guys, you know, I need time off, you know, I, I want to take a year off and not worry about anything. So I told him, I said, you know, I'm burnt out. I just don't have it in me right now to jump on another project and start building. I don't want to build anything for a while. And he, he said he understood because, you know, what I just did is a, a huge, huge project. So um, so he said he's going to look around and see if he can find someone to help him out. Um, but, you know, I looked at pictures of his place and stuff and it's in rough shape. You know, he needs a lot of help. But at the same time, you know, if I have to pay people to come and help me, then he's going to have to pay people to go and help him. You know, it's just what it is. I mean, unless you got a bunch of good friends around that can come just lend you a hand from time to time, that's okay. But when you're working every day, busting your butt, um, you know, people want to be compensated in one way or the other. So um, that's why I always make sure I, I pay my pay my people. Anybody who works for me, I pay them. Because I don't want nobody thinking, oh, I did you I did you this favor, I need you to do this. You know, it gets complicated. It can have um, a bad relationship in the end. When you just pay them up, they're happy, I'm happy. You don't owe anybody anything, and it's done. So that's the best case scenario, really. Absolute best case scenario. So, yeah. Um, they sh hopefully should be here in the next, I'm thinking, 30 minutes. Um, and then I can keep going. Man. It's so funny, guys, because I'm so used to just doing so much work every day that when the when the project like this starts tapering down, <laughs> you know, um, I feel like I'm not productive. Like, I know I'm being productive, but, like, I feel like I'm not productive. Like, I feel like I need to be way more productive than what I'm doing. But really, the project's just coming to an end. And, you know, there's not a whole lot left to do, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel like I'm not being productive, so one of those things. Sometimes you fight with yourself, you know, mentally and physically to try to get a project done, and, well, 
Well, I mean, guys, I wish you guys could see this. Quite amazing. Absolutely quite amazing. Looks really, really good, guys. Wow. Anyway, guys, I'm going to end this podcast. Um, I'll update you guys in a day or two here um, and see where we're at because, really, guys, I think we're at about a week or less to finish this project finally, considering I stopped waiting for the excavator to become available because it's not going to be available for a month or two months or whatever it is. So we just have to keep moving, you know. I've already put a whole week aside waiting for, oh, no, almost two weeks, no, a week and a half I put aside waiting for rentals to be available, and they're just not. So... Um, enough waiting, just got to figure out a different solution. So anyway, guys, see you guys on the next one.